what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to Spirit-Filled Real Talk, Real Talk, Real Talk. I'm actually really excited about this message. This is one, I haven't done it in a minute. My first book, God's Vibes Matter, Reclaiming Your Spiritual Authority, is a lot of insight into how God was revealing this to me and taking me on a journey. So I haven't revisited this in a minute, but it greatly informs my brand and who I am and why I do what I do. And the topic is all about how you can find your flow or your unique vibe, right? And a vibe is a frequency and it's everything. If you want to think about it this way, we carry an atmosphere. We carry a presence, an energy, a vibe about us. If we could say it's a frequency, it would be like we're our own radio station, right? So when you encounter people, you can pick up on so much that you can't actually see. Okay, there's a lot of energy going on from thoughts to emotions to different things that are happening in their being literally that aren't always voiced, right? But they're experienced, they're felt. So a lot of how we operate in the world is through feeling and perceiving. And so it's really important to be able to recognize where is God in that? I know when I first really started to pursue relationship with God, because at one point in my life, I didn't know that was possible. So no judgment, right? But when I started really doing that, I had some pretty deep uh, convictions, right? I really was sitting with, man, I don't know unconditional love. I don't know that love, right? I know conditional love. I know manufactured love. I know... um, love that hasn't worked in dysfunctional love, which none of that is love, right? And so when it came down to it, I didn't know love. And then what was deeper still was that I didn't know the author and the creator of love, right? So I'm like, oh, dang. So one of my uh, former companies was called Vibes Matter. (laughs) And I joke and I I make fun of myself that God self-checked me. He was like, sure, like vibes matter, right? But not all of them. Mine do though, right? (laughs) And what was really interesting for me was that I didn't know God's thoughts. I didn't know his ways because God's thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways, right? I didn't know and really practice identifying and, and building relationship with and really sensing God's presence or really becoming aware of how I hear from God and receive from God. I didn't have a lot of expertise or experience with that, right? So it was at first really intimidating. And then I was just given words. The first one, abide, abide. (laughs) 
just practicing abiding and the overwhelm will go away, right? Like it's a one day at a time, one moment at a time journey. But all that to say, wherever you are is just right. (laughs) There's no time better than now to receive what you're now ready to hear and experience. So I just want to give you that encouragement. But we're going to talk today briefly because I can go go into the deep on this one, but we're going to talk briefly today about how to find your flow and how to be in the flow of who you really are, okay? Not in the flow of, let me distinguish this, not in the flow of who you think you should be, who you've been trained to be, right? Who you are expected to be, right? Not practicing and training those flows, right? Because there's a certain flow to things. Like when we're in a work environment, we learn what is acceptable, what's expected, and then we start showing up and delivering that. But that actually might not be in alignment with who we are. And we can actually, in doing that, start to train ourselves out of who we are which is really uncomfortable. And that's when we start to notice things like stress and overwhelm and and things happening in our body or shutting down in our body, right? Like there's consequences to this, but we a lot of times live blindly and don't recognize that, right? So we know how to be in the flow of things, right? Like when we're in relationship with people, people pleasing, for example, we learn how to wire ourselves to show up for other people some kind of way. And sometimes out of all of that wiring and all of that patterning and all of that training, we start to dissociate with who we actually are. So we don't even recognize or know who we are anymore right? And then deeper still, if you haven't been in relationship with God, if you haven't been reading God's word, right, then how are you going to recognize God, right? There's there's evidence of God everywhere, but we're not always aware, right? I mean, we can see the goodness and the glory of God in just creation itself, right? But we're not always fine-tuned to that, right? So it's really important to recognize what am I actually in the flow of? Another way to say this too is what am I under the influence of? Is it past programming? Is it bad habits? Is it subconscious, right? Am I even aware? (laughs) Like where is my work? This will highlight that for you. But do you want to be in the flow of who you really are? That's a, a setup question for this. Do you want it, right? I personally in my own journey got so tired and burnt out and just exhausted and just resistant to the idea of starting another pursuit, another relationship, anything without God, right? Like unless God was on it or in it, I did not want it because I'd seen those movies before. I knew by personal experience how much it takes to keep starting your life over, how much it takes to keep investing all that you've got into jobs, into projects, into things, right? And then feeling like you're coming up short and not getting a full return on your investment. It is not a fun experience at all, right? And that's not how you're designed to live. So for me personally, I desperately wanted to know God and know that that was possible. I needed to know that. (laughs) Like it became a vital necessity for me, right? Where once it was not even on my priority list, it became my priority, okay? And then I also wanted to know 
how can I show up and operate differently? Because this isn't it. Like, I'm like killing myself just to live my life, just to survive. Like, how is this possible? Like, something somewhere is not right. Like, I'm under some sort of belief that's not right. All this efforting is getting me nowhere. Like, there's got to be another way. There's got to be another way for me to show up, right? So I was determined. I really, really, really (laughs) wanted to be in the flow of who I really was. And I was on a mission to discover that. I didn't want to discover who I was trained to be, what I'd studied, what's expected of me, none of that, right? Not even my personality or an Enneagram, right? Like I wanted to feel firsthand what it is like to actually be me operating as God designed me to. I was hungry for that, okay? So hunger is a driver. That's how you'll really know that you actually are ready to really dive into this work, okay? Now, it's important to recognize that in life in general and the way society and culture is set up, a majority of us have been trained to go upstream, to go against the flow, right? If you're not hustling, you're not getting any results, right? If you're not 10xing all the things, it's never going to work for you, right? If there isn't resistance in, in force, there's no reward, there's no payoff, right? And there are things that we go through that are completely unfair, Right? There are things that we go through that don't make sense, but God works all these things for good. And how we live our life right, is really important to recognize where we've gotten these belief systems from, where we've decided that that's the way life's got to be. Because if we make up our mind that that's what it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. right? And God says that he leads in ways of pleasantness and peace. So if you're not being led that way, how are you being led? And who's in the driver's seat? That's what I would ask, okay? So we, a lot of us are trained to go upstream, to resist and to force and to control and to manipulate and to figure out and to lean on our own understanding and to overwork ourselves and to just be busy, right? A whole lot of doing, probably getting nowhere, right? If we're honest. So we all know what this feels like. You feel it literally at the core of your being. It makes you tired. It makes you moody. It makes you irritable. It makes you, uh, it influences a bad attitude, right? because it's unnatural. It's unnatural, right? But the good news is, the good news, thank God, right, is that you can change this moment by moment, day by day, you can change this entirely. Like you do not have to build your life that way. Despite what you've been trained, despite what you've experienced, you do not have to train yourself to live that way. John 10, 10 is the fullness of life. God promises life and that we can have it more abundantly. He's not promising us survival mode or just getting by. Okay, we can choose that though. So here's here's a setup to how you can begin tapping into this, okay, and start discovering a new flow. Number one, first and foremost, it's important to care about how you feel. A lot of us don't actually care about feelings. We think that we shouldn't feel them. We think that we need to numb them or run from them, right? Or we just don't like experiencing them. So we do everything that we can to not, right? Which can lead us down other paths of addiction and fixes and, and some sort of crutch that allows us to function without having to feel. But that's, again, not how we're designed. And when you care about you, how you feel, that can actually give you a ton of feedback to inform how you show up and how you live. So the first thing is to care about how you feel. So for example, anytime you're experiencing a negative emotion, that's not normal. 
right? Like you don't have to accept that. That's something to investigate or look at. What is that giving you attention to? Do you need to take a break, right? Like what is it highlighting for you? What is it bringing up for you? What is that? Do you need to go pray about something for a minute, right? Like what is it highlighting? It's being brought to your attention for some sort of reason. I use this example a lot, but it's great for visual learners. When you're in your car and all of those different sensor lights come on, right? Whether it's tire pressure or your gas lights, right? Or um, it could even be, you know, some sort of fluid like that you need in the windshield, right? Like maybe the fluid light comes on that needs to be replaced. Who knows, right? Like there's lights things that come on to get your attention to go tend to something that's what your emotions do for you right maybe there's been too much going on in your mind that day maybe you need to move your body right maybe you need to breathe more and like get outside and just take a walk for a second maybe just listening to some calming music would totally shift your mood like maybe just taking five and going and praying to god even if you have to just go to your car to the bathroom right whatever it is but care about how you feel like your feelings are working for you not against you they don't get to rule you but they are informing you of something that needs your attention okay number two would be quiet your mind a lot of times our mind is going crazy a lot of times right we've got like monkey mind it's all over the place we don't always sift again through what's going on okay but for example if let's say that you get emotional and then you you recognize, oh, I need to take a minute just to like sit with this and feel the feeling, feel the feeling, okay? And quiet your mind, right? And then deliberately tune into who you are, which is the beautiful creation that is made in God's image and likeness and that can activate God's frequency, his righteousness, his peace, his joy, right? And this is actually really beautifully said in Romans 1.20, It says this, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Powerful. So we can clearly see and experience God's invisible qualities. That's pretty rad, right? So deliberately tune into that. That's something we... We have no excuse not to tune into that. It's available to us. Whether we access it or not is on us, right? So care about how you feel, quiet your mind, and deliberately tune into who you are. So for example, if you're feeling emotional, that's, let's say, just like sad or or moved, right? That's giving you feedback that you just need to take a minute, right? Quiet your mind, breathe for a second, and then tune into what is God saying about this? What is God revealing about that. Invite God into the situation, right? And maybe there'll be wisdom. Maybe you'll be led to pray. And if you have a prayer language, that's always helpful because God will give us the words to say we don't know what to say, right? And then that whole atmosphere, that whole mood, that whole emotion will be addressed. It will be cared for. A lot of times it's shifted and it doesn't take a lot of time. So let's just say maybe you're emotional and maybe as you got clear and quieted your mind, a certain person or relationship was brought to your attention and then maybe it was highlighted that you felt unseen or unheard or insecure or fearful of something. And in those just five minutes even with God, you can release that fear to him. You can renounce the fear. You can ask 
God, what he wants to give you in place of that fear? What he wants to encourage you with? Is there a word that you're receiving from him? What kind of comfort does he have that's available to you? And that's all because you cared about how you feel, right? And then you shifted in atmosphere just by tending to that and inviting God into the situation and getting back tuned into that. Because a lot of times we don't live from our righteousness, peace, and joy. <laughs> we live from our fear, from our anxiety, from our insecurity, and we try to cover that up. And you can't hide that, okay? Like people can feel that frequency. It feels way different, right? So that's an example of how moment by moment, day by day, you can change it entirely, right? And in initially, this may seem like a lot of efforting and a lot of work because you start becoming really aware of how messy you've actually been living, <laughs> right? But it is so, so different. So I want to go a little bit deeper so you can see the payoff of this, okay? So feel, experience, adjust to the rhythm of who you actually are. And you start to become more aware of who that is as you're reading and studying the word, as you're building your faith, as you're um, recognizing who God says you are as you're starting to have a greater understanding of who God is, right? As more revelation is being brought to you, as your mind is being renewed, right? And then as you begin to actually relate with God, hopefully on a day-to-day -day basis, and start to recognize his presence, we have, just like we have physical senses, we have spiritual senses as well, right? So whether you are a knower or a feeler, right? Or a hearer, there's different ways, or a seer, right? Like there's different ways to experience God and he can show up however he wants to show up. But as you start tuning your senses to really relate with him and recognize his presence and how he's guiding you, you're able to share him. You're able to share his unique vibe, his unique frequency with you everywhere you go. You're a carrier of God. Literally, like the world says that we are his hands and feet in the world. That is why God's vibes matter so much, because we could live completely oblivious to that. Really and truly, we can look just like the world if we're not careful, right? So this actually is when life begins to feel really fun. I call it treasure hunting. There's many definitions of treasure hunts, but my treasure hunt is when you're just on the lookout for God, right? You get to, it's just gets really fun for you because you get to experience the adventure of co-creating with God every day, right? God, who would you have me be today, right? Like, where would you have me go? What would you have me say? What would you have me do? And you're open and available for that wisdom for that revelation for that direction and then when you see how god moves through you and around you it starts to blow your mind right and when you see how god highlights things to you in prayer and then maybe he's reinforcing something that you're listening to and then he opens the way for you to show up in a certain environment or bless somebody or release a word to somebody it's powerful because you're operating by a completely different flow Okay, you're no longer just sort of selfish and self-centered and just thinking about what you've got going on and what isn't working and excuses that you have and dealing with negativity. You actually are fine-tuning yourself all day, every day, okay? And it flows like this. I'll kind of give you a breakdown of how I've seen it work just so that you can have something to sort of think through, okay? So first, there's going to be resistance. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be challenge. There's going to be opportunity. There's going to be things that we're like, mm, 
right? Like, we get that, like, in our spirit. Like, we're like, ooh, this feels like a stretch. Ooh, this is, this is going to make me grow, right? Like, you can feel it. So that resistance, whatever it is, whatever form it comes in, what it's doing is it's causing you, it's inspiring you, it's moving you to ask, to seek, to knock and keep knocking. Have you ever read that scripture? I'll bring it up for you. It's Matthew 7, 7 through 12. And it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Okay? So if we didn't have a reason to ask, to seek, to knock, we probably wouldn't. Right? (laughs) We probably wouldn't. So that is really helpful to recognize that when you're experiencing resistance or discomfort or some sort of conflict, That's not something to run from. It's an opportunity to ask, to seek, to knock, to be resourceful. Okay, number two, what happens next? Heaven goes to work on your behalf. So when you asked, when you were seeking, when you were knocking, heaven is responding. Heaven is going to work for you. So that's activating your faith, okay? You might not see how heaven is going to work, how heaven's going to respond, how heaven's going to answer, But heaven is doing that. And the how is heaven's job, not your job. It's God's job, okay? So this can be found too. There's many different ones, but I just pulled for this John 5.17. And it says, my father, this is so amazing. My father is always at his work. To this very day, I too am working. And Jesus said this. So God is working and Jesus is working and Holy Spirit, the whole Godhead is working on your behalf. And there's angels as well (laughs) that are assigned to you. So all of heaven, when you're asking, when you're seeking, when you're knocking, they are going to work, okay? So that should be encouraging. When you know that you're supported, when you know that you've got heaven's help backing you up, come on, like that will cause you to ask to seek and to knock different and to also do this next one, which is number three. You, your job is not the how, right? Your job is to get to work, getting yourself into a receptive mode or a mode or a position or an energetic state where you can receive the solutions, the answers and inspired actions that you're given. Okay, so a lot of times we don't do this. What we do instead is we try to figure it out in our own understanding. We try to effort our way. We try to control outcomes. We try to force and make things happen, right? Which is not seeking heaven's help, which is not asking, seeking, knocking, which is not waiting on God for answers, for inspired actions, for solutions, for wisdom, for direction, for counsel, right? It's just taking it all on, on your own and trying to make it happen, which how does that work out for you, right? So Zechariah 4, 6 says this, This is the word of the Lord, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. So we don't want to effort and to force and to use all of our strength to figure this sucker out, right? We want to ask for help. We want to recognize that heaven is going to work for us and get into a mode where we can receive and pray and be open and available. And usually that means being still. Be still and know. That verse is there for a reason. We've got to get our 
inner man in a state where it can receive. When our mind is all over the place, we're not receiving, right? We're not, we're not in a place of knowing. When our emotions are everywhere and they're out of control, we're not at peace. And peace is a power position because when we're at peace, God can get through to us, right? When we're all emotional, <laughs> we can't really hear, right? And then when we're dealing with a lot in our heart, or frustrated or negative or are really fixated on different things, we're not available for heaven's help, okay? We're not in a receptive mode. So our work is to get into that receptive mode. Sometimes that does mean working out and clearing the energy or taking a nap, right? It could be taking a break, whatever it is, but getting ourselves into that position, knowing that the answer is coming, it has to, okay? So the thing is, though, why, why if, if there is a flow like this, do we not practice it? Do we not really lean into it? And that's because it's really easy to become complacent and to stop tuning yourself, which is renewing your mind, processing and feeling your emotions and caring about how you feel, and then deliberately creating what you do want, what you're inspired by God to create versus what you don't. Right, A lot of times we're using our mind to, to think through fear. A lot of times we're using our mouth to curse things, strangely enough, and we're not guarding our tongue. A lot of time we're letting things take root in our heart that are not healthy for us. And so we're carrying a lot of heaviness that we're not designed to and expecting ourselves to function well. Interesting, but we don't get still. We just keep forcing and pushing ourselves and going upstream, which doesn't solve the problem, right? So it's easy, though, to become complacent, particularly when life is going well for you, right? (laughs) When it's going well, like, oh, I don't need to pray. I don't need to ask for help. I don't need to give praise right now, right? Like, we don't, we, we have a tendency as humans to take a lot of things for granted. It's sad, right? But we have that tendency to drift, Okay, so if you recognize that you have a tendency to drift, then you can be inspired to actually do something about it, right? Okay, in time, what does the do something about it look like? In time, it looks like you maturing in your awareness. I call this your God awareness, self-control and really controlling what your mind is thinking, right? Not every thought is your thought. Not every thought needs airtime. (laughs) Not every thought should be exalted above the truth. It should not be, right? So you start to practice self-control over your emotions, over your mind, right? Over your tongue and your capacity to really sense God and build your life and actions around him grows, okay? And gradually you begin releasing limiting beliefs and things that have kept you back from his presence and his goodness, okay? Because a lot of God's goodness in his presence, they're always available, always flowing, right? But it's hidden from us by limiting beliefs and things that uh, block it, right? Things that often we create that block it, okay? So here are some, some pieces of encouragement that you are exactly where you are and that's exactly okay for this information today. So think about this. You had to get hungry before you knew how much you wanted to eat. You had to know what you don't want before you could know what you actually do want. You had to live with negative emotions before you could know the preciousness of positive ones, right? Can I get an amen? 
you had to have some experiences of loneliness and despair navigating life in your own strength and understanding before you could be moved to master your alignment with God no matter what, right? Like it's kingdom over everything is what I like to say, right? And when you get to who you are, who God formed, shaped, and anointed you to be, when you begin tuning yourself to that every day, fine tuning, it's fine tuning, right? You'll begin to really know the power of influence that you have. You will, right? Like who are you operating God's power? Different probably than how you've ever shown up before. And you'll be amazed at the confidence and the power through which you move through life when you're tuned to that. It's insane. Like you will want nothing else. Like nothing else will do, right? When you taste and see God's goodness, you can't forget it, (laughs) right? And you want to be connected to that with everything that you've got, no matter what, okay? So I want to present this thought to you. What might it be worth to you to actually go with the flow of who you are? Do you want to be in the flow of who you really are? How might your life be completely transformed by going with the flow of who you are? Think about those questions. Just meditate on them and let answers and wisdom and revelation come to you. I've given you some templates, if you will. Again, God moves however he wants to move, but some templates about how life happens. Usually we encounter, you know, some sort of resistance, some sort of conflict and opportunity, right? (laughs) If you've trained yourself, all things are opportunities that we don't like, right? Two is ask for help. Ask, seek, knock, and trust that the help is on the way and get yourself in position to receive it and be on the lookout for it, right? If you know it's coming, you show up and you act different, right? Faith moves, okay? And sometimes that's this process of caring about how you feel and quieting your mind and deliberately tuning yourself to your true nature, to God. What does God say? What is God's heart? Where is God in this, right? As you start tuning yourself to that, that becomes more normal for you. And sometimes in the beginning, you got to make a lot of space for that. You've got to tune out a lot of other things by turning that practice way up in your life. So maybe that's devoting an hour a day before you start your day, right? Maybe it's before you go to bed, but it's something about getting out ahead of life. Okay, so you've got to get out ahead of your work schedule. You got to get out ahead of getting the kids ready. You got to get out ahead of whatever is on your plate if you want to be informed and inspired by heaven instead, right? Because a lot of times we just get caught up into our to do list or we hit snooze or we just want to get on with things, right? We suck the life force out of what we're doing and our, our life, our day starts to control us instead. And our thought life, our mood, our attitude, our emotions, all of that will follow because we're lazy, (laughs) right? We think that that's proactive, just knocking out a to-do list, but it's not actually. It's not. Like what do you actually, what flow do you want flowing through your day? Do you want it the stress flow? (laughs) Do you want it the angry flow, right? Do you want it the agitated, anxious flow? Okay, when you care about how you feel, you then become willing to do something about it. You recognize 
that you can't, apart from God, you can do no good thing. Apart from God, you are nothing, right? Every good and perfect gift is from above. All the goodness, all the beautiful things that happen, that flow, that rhythm that you catch, that's God. And when you've been miserable enough, often that's motivation to start cleaning up your vibe, okay? And to start prioritizing this inner work, all right? And keep in mind that nothing changes if nothing changes. It's deep, y'all. It's deep. But I could think of no better work in the world than doing your own inner work. To me, that is the most powerful impact and influence that you can have on another human is you actually caring about cleaning up your side of the fence, so to speak, so that you can be a blessing and not just project your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your frustrations on other people, right? There's places and outlets for that, but as just a general way of life, you being focused on being an answer, being a solution, being a blessing is not something that just happens naturally. It's something that requires a lot of work behind the scenes, okay? And this <laughs> is a taste of what that work is. And it can actually be fun and the most exhilarating experience of your life, right? But if you want to build your foundation on a rock, you've got to build it. Build it. Okay, you're building every day. That's something that you get to choose. But it's also a worthy investment to take a pause and ask, are you proud of what you're building? Is this what you want to build? Are you building on sand? Can you afford to build on sand? I think if you got still enough, these answers would come to you. And they might hurt (laughs) at first. They might poke you, right? But there's freedom. The truth shall set you free. That's the good news. So if you are obsessed with freedom, like I am, this message is probably like setting you on fire right now. (laughs) Um, But if you are also new, go slow. Take it one day at a time, one moment at a time. If it's five minutes, 15, an hour, two hours, start with what you have and start with where you are. And just watch what God will start doing. God will meet you where you are. Watch what God will start doing as you bring your willingness, as you bring your availability, as you bring your entire heart before him. Watch. Watch what he will do. Watch what he will do. Oh my goodness. How good is that? Amen. (laughs) All right, guys. I hope this message blessed you. Hopefully it also made some sense. I am very practical. I just believe in practical wisdom. If God gave you all of this wisdom, how do you apply it into your life and really be effective, right? So hopefully this was helpful in terms of how these pieces were broken down for you today. If it was and it blessed you, I would appreciate it so much if you would actually follow the podcast, leave me a comment or something, a rating, (laughs) show me some love over on iTunes. And then you can also copy the link to the podcast and share it with a friend as well, just so that it can get out to and bless more people. You can also connect with me in a few different ways. I'm on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the social medias. The quick way to get to all of those is go to julianapage.com. All of the social media links are there. You can follow me over on YouTube where I do content similar to this in video form every week. So you can be the first to know when any new video comes out, but lots of free content that you can sort of marathon watch or binge watch. <laughs> while you're driving, cooking, on a walk, whatever it happens to be. 
just all sorts of upliftment and practical wisdom that you can put into your life as well. And then over at julianapage.com, there are relevant to this podcast episode today, the first book is something that I would recommend. The God's Vibes Matter, Reclaiming Your Spiritual Authority. It really brings things into perspective and is a good template for you to filter your own life through and see how God has brought you through in your life to where you are today. There's a couple of other books over there that you can find. There's also a self-mastery course and different coaching programs as well. So if you are interested in working with a professional life coach, if that's something that's been on your heart, I would be happy to hop on the phone with you and see if it's a fit. So go check out julianapage.com or any of those resources. And until next time, stay blessed.